Hey guys, I'm Darren. And I'm Pam. And welcome to Head and Heart 1313. What's up, guys? How are you guys doing today? Good to talk to you again. Yes, it is. And we are very excited about the topic that we have for you today. Absolutely. Uh, what is the topic that we have today? Topic that we have today is marriage or relationship goals. Oh, yes. And yes, I am yes. so excited about that. Um, first, let me just say first thank first. you for all of our listeners. We really appreciate it when you guys tune mm-hmm. in. We love for you to share and for you to leave uh, a review and rate this podcast. It's awesome. And we just really appreciate you guys supporting us. And we are coming up on a year of Head and Heart 1313. We got a lot of fun things getting ready to come out. Very excited for what we have planned for you guys. But I just want to take this time. We want to take this time to say thank you. Yeah, close to a whole year, man. I Crazy. I know. Thank you guys for being along with us on the journey. You know, I can't start reminiscing right now. But I guess I just wanted to say, like, do you remember... When we, when Head and Heart, like, first, like, like no, not when it first, la- well, in our hearts. Do oh. you remember when it first launched in our hearts? Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, amazing. It was. It was God-given, we believe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it really was. So, um, we'll talk more on that later, but Absolutely. let's get to the topic of the day. Yes, yes, yes. Marriage goals. So what do you think about marriage goals? Because I think we hear the term thrown around, or either marriage goals or relationship goals. You'll see those terms thrown around on the internet. And you see a particular couple, and like, oh, they're goals. But what does that truly mean for us as Christians if you're married or if you're maybe courting somebody very special? Engaged or, you know, something of that. Like, what are what are the goals? And, like, what... Um, what what like you said what do we see with social media what do we see in society because that that plays a big um role into what we see as far as or how we view our marriage yes absolutely and i think like when you're talking about what we view so we're the society that we're in right now we're very media and social media heavy culture uh, right now so a lot of times we will see maybe famous couples online or on social media and we think oh that's what i want my relationship to be and i think that okay sure you can have goals that way and and sure you can uh, have things that you want to learn from other couples but it can also be unhealthy if you're looking at it in, in certain perspectives yeah i agree with that um i guess what i want to touch on mainly and mm-hmm. at the beginning of all this is like what we see um and you're right we are social media heavy but that's just kind of the way the you know things are trending yes, right now yes. and honestly uh, social media is like one of the best things that has happened for the gospel, um, I'd say, yeah. in 2020, mm-hmm. because it was a way to reach the masses and reach people and still get out the gospel while we were in a pandemic. Correct. Because you guys do, like, like, like I know you know this. I know you know this, but I think I, think I just want to reiterate it. You do know the whole world shut down right yeah, shut down, like it wasn't like 
because I'm in Minnesota. And sometimes, you know, when we live, whatever state we live in, we just tend to believe or tend to look at our viewpoint, forgetting that other countries on the other side of the globe are also doing the same thing. Absolutely. It was crazy. So, so social media was actually really good for spreading the gospel during that time when people couldn't come out of their houses or where it was. It was spoken against coming out of the houses um, mm-hmm, to, yeah. to hear the word. Yeah, you know, we um, we lead a small group or a life group in our home. And a lot of times during the pandemic, we were meeting on Zoom. So I used to thank God. God, thank you for the technology yeah. that we can still connect. So, no, we're not bashing social media at all. It's actually a blessing, but it can also be a negative standpoint to it. Depending on who you're watching and who you want to emulate your relationship after. So I think that's really important that you do that. So absolutely what you're taking in. And so when we see couples and we see goals, you have to be careful with that because. um, So, for example, Mm -hmm. when you see people and they're like this couple and they're like always taking vacations every month and everything, you can look at that and you can be like, wow. That's goals. Or some people may think like that. Those are goals. That's what I want my marriage to be. But you don't know anything about that couple. And 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 let me just say this. This is not to bash those couples that are able to take vacations like that every month. But you don't know what all they had to do to get there. You know, perhaps they own their own business where they can work from anywhere and travel. Maybe their business is traveling. Yeah. Okay. Because there's a lot of people that are um, their business is location based. And so they they make their money uh, like doing uh, photography in other states and other countries, um, sponsorships, advertising. It's a whole deal that goes into it. So you don't really know what that couple's business is, or maybe they just actually wrote that in as one of their goals for being married. Very true. While being married. Absolutely. I think one of the things you have to watch when you're looking at other people and what seems like a success or a goal for them and how it compares to you, and I just used the word, and that word may come up again, is you start comparing yourself to them and you start seeing yourself in a more negative light than what you should. Maybe you even start comparing your spouse or your significant other mm-hmm. to the other person. Like, oh, man, I wish my spouse was like that or I wish our relationship was like that. And it just it paints a negative picture of your own relationship, which at one point you probably were OK with until you saw somebody else shine. Oh, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Like, like not even talking specifically in marriage right now. Let me just talk about like ladies. Like I was okay with how I was managing my home until I saw this woman who organized everything in her file cabinet, mm. who had everything organized down to the, like the nail polish in her drawers. And it's just like, oh maybe i'm not good with everything that i do you know maybe i'm i'm not as good as i'd like to be so i don't know that's just like one of the things and so when you take it to another level or the next level and you do it um with like the marriage then then it's it's completely different and it just turns like you said you start thinking about your spouse in a different light Mm -hmm. you start you know, wishing they may be this way or look this way. And then that just opens the door for so many things. Yeah, it definitely can. Now, we're not saying that you can't be inspired by couples who inspire you. Just make sure it's in a healthy way. If you see somebody that's living correctly and you know that there's fruit behind um, whatever their job is or what they do, and you can tell they really are you know, living a pretty good marriage, even though their marriage is still probably have some trouble, 
Just make sure you're doing it in a healthy manner and not just taking everything that you see on Instagram or even on YouTube or whatever the the outlet would be as gold. And that's exactly how everything is. You know, I love how you said, <clears throat> like, just do it in a healthy way. What's a healthy way? Ooh. <laughs> well, I would say I would say first, you know, look at the fruit of a couple and see what it produces. Yeah. Uh, the couple or whoever it is that you want to that's inspiring you that you may want to emulate. You know, do they have scandals behind them? Potentially is have there been some negative press behind certain things? Um, I, just how do they perceive each other? How you know, and how does it look for you? And just make sure you look at it in in the correct lens. And I would also say, you know, maybe even you know, not to get too super saved and spiritual, but pray about it. Hey, God, is this a couple that I should be emulating? Is this somebody that I can lean and glean from? Because I mean, we've had people that tell us, you know, that they think we're a power couple and they like, you know, how we do things. I don't know if I would go that far, but it's it's flattering that somebody would think that we take that we hold our marriage in a light that's very important to where they can say, okay, I like how they do their marriage. Not that they want to be us. I want to be like us, but they respect us and understand that we love each other in a great way. Yeah. And you know what? I love that to look at the fruit. Also, what look at how the fruit is produced in your own life. If that's you, good. so here's the thing. I, let's just say we, Oh my gosh. Remember when um, I was going on this, I want to make everything from scratch kick? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I do. I wanted to make everything from scratch because it was just like, it was healthier. It was better, in my opinion. Um, and I just thought, like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to be a better mom or a better wife if I provide my family with organic this and organic that do you guys know how stressed out your girl was like literally like so frustrated and when it didn't turn out right it was just like mm, this isn't good and i know you're like what's the point of that here's what i'm saying when i wanted to go and do things um from scratch i was trying to emulate someone that i saw now they had good fruit um, however, the fruit that it was producing in me was frustration. Yes. Okay. It was producing like um, anger. It was producing like just like irritation and it wasn't coming out right. So you, so it's not just about the fruit that is that they are producing. What is it producing in you? Because if you taking something from them and it's making your life worse, that's probably not what you need to Correct. be doing. That works for them. And what you're trying to do now is you're trying to live up to a... A level that's not set for you. You're trying to live up to their level, and that's not what you're here for. Exactly. Absolutely. So you got to make sure that you keep things in its proper perspective. Kudos to them for doing what works for them, but you have to find what works for you as well. So just pay attention to you know the people that you're watching and figure out is it causing you, like you say, is it causing you stress to try to do things their way? You know, because if it is. Although it works for them, doesn't mean it's going to work for you and your relationship. A relationship is different and it's on. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that also is like when you're seeing other people do things, uh, 
realize that's not going to be an accurate depiction of Correct. who they are or what their marriage is like. We only post the good. And, and, and that is true. Also, like, I know it's become trendy to post the vulnerable and the weak moments as well. But for the most part, please know people are not posting their, their, uh, setbacks they're not posting their hardships they're not posting their arguments and disagreements so before mm. you attach yourself your identity because let me tell you something um you don't just have an identity like you like 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 i know identity is your thing like you love talking about identity I and do. having our identity in christ here's the thing we i have my identity in christ but then we also have a marriage identity mm-hmm. okay and our marriage identity, make sure you're not um, connecting your marriage identity with someone else's thinking that they are the same because they are not. Mm. And you just have to just make sure you're you're paying attention to that. Because like I said, people aren't posting what's really going on behind the scenes. We don't. Not no. all the time. Like like we've posted and, and talked to you. We've been vulnerable. We've mm. talked about our baby journey um update coming up soon yeah. uh but we've talked about that but like i didn't post every moment i was disappointed no and most people don't i mean even though times where you said people are you know maybe doing the no makeup pictures or the vulnerable pictures that they that they're posting they're still probably picking the best out of the best of the vulnerable pictures as well that's true <laughs> you know you're still picking what you want people to see regardless of how truthful you think you're being or not so you can't just go into it thinking that this person's being 100 with you all the time uh, I mean, and especially when like we were talking about couples again, you just want to make sure that the couples are legit. I mean, I know, and we won't mention any names, but if you are into any type of relationship type stuff, there was a certain you know person out there that you know were people really put on a pedestal and weren't wasn't really living the way they should have been living at that particular point, you know, and people fell off of that. So you have to really be careful and and look at the goals that you're looking at because it may not be an accurate depiction of who they really are and what their relationship really is like. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so then how do we get to the point where we actually have marriage goals for ourselves? Well, you need to set some in your own marriage. Yeah. I mean, it's so important. Like, I think we all have goals when we get married, or at least we should. Yes. Um, But I think sometimes they get lost mm-hmm. Um, in the day-to-day. Yeah, uh, they get lost in the day to day. You start, you have kids, and then your focus is pulled to a different area. Like I think throughout your whole marriage, um, depending on what season you're in, your focus will get pulled yes. to a different area. And what you have to make sure that you're doing is that you still focus on your goals. It's not, you know what? Like renew your vows, also renew your goals. Yeah. Like you need to do that with with each other. Absolutely. Yeah. So you want you definitely want to sit down with your spouse or with your husband and your wife and say, hey, you know, what's important to us? What are our goals? And if you've been hanging around head and heart for any length of time, uh, one of our earlier podcasts was about um, vision and mission statements for your marriage. And we talked about sitting down and figuring out what's important to you. Well, you want to treat your marriage goals the same way. You want to sit down and say, hey, babe, you know, what's important to you? What's a what's a goal that you'd like to achieve, you know, in whatever length of time? 
And what do you want the story of our marriage to be? When somebody looks at our marriage, what do you want them to see? What's important um, that you want to emulate to people? And then you start figuring out what your goals are. And then you rehearse and you revisit those goals quite often so you can make sure you stand on the task of what your goals are. Instead of letting somebody else define what a marriage goal should be for you, you got to sit down and define it yourself. That's so good. I love that. That's really good because it's so you're absolutely right. And it's so important to make sure that you don't let others define what your marriage goal should be because you you are uniquely created. Yep. And you are a uniquely um, paired together. Correct. Yes. And yeah. so what is good for you mm-hmm. may not be good for other people. That's right. And so when we speak, we try to speak what's we, we try to let you know, hey, this is what God revealed to us. Right. In our marriage. And if it can be helpful for you, then take it. But we don't just try to. Like right, there's no one size fits all in marriage. No and marriage goes for each couple. Each person, each couple, excuse me, has what works for them. Right, and what works for me and Pamela may not necessarily work for you as well. So, um, that's so true. Mm-hmm. So I think one of the terms that we want to to talk about when it comes to marriage goals and maybe the maturity aspect of it as you grow is what were our marriage goals when we first got married compared to now? Well, okay. See, I love being put on the spot, but not really. (laughs) And like, this is like putting us on the spot because what were our marriage goals? Like we were, okay. Now we were not crazy young, but we were still young. We were like 22 were, and I was 23. And 23. Yes. Getting married. Um, mm-hmm. and, and to be fair, the only, you know, we were still in college. We were, we were, we were still like mm-hmm. trying to figure that stuff out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I think, I think, One of my marriage goals was to, like, I I wanted to take a lot of vacations. I I grew up with um, my grandparents heavy in my life, Mm -hmm. and I am so blessed to have had that. And one of the things, my mom worked a lot. And one of the things we spent our summers with our grandparents is just like a tradition that we did. It's something that we also do with our children. So our kids are currently with my mom in Mississippi. But um, my grandpa would take us on vacations every summer. And for me, that was just so important to have. And uh, call me very mature at my age or just like Mm -hmm. but i thought well not mature because i wanted to take like these fancy vacations all the time like i really wanted to take (laughs) real expensive vacations and just like but yeah vacationing what was another goal you name one while i'm thinking what was one of your goals well you know what i will be completely honest and transparent when we got married i'm not convinced totally that we had together marriage goals oh okay yeah yeah i can see that we were just in love and this is what we wanted to do and we got married and thank god we were correct and we're right and he sold it and we were together but did we have any marriage goals together i'm not sure however did we have goals on who i wanted to be as a husband 
Now that I can say I did have goals on. Were they goals or expectations? Because now I'm starting to rethink them and be like, maybe Mm -hmm. I didn't have a goal. Maybe I just had an expectation that this is what marriage was going to be like, which are two different things, by the way. They are. I think mine were goals. I think mine were goals because the now they were probably one and the same. They probably were expectations that I had of myself, but they were also goals that I was setting to make sure that I attained as your husband. Okay. You know, I wanted to be um, extremely um, approachable. I wanted to be nice. I didn't want to be that old school, hard nosed husband where I put my foot down and my way is the highway and what I say goes type of thing. And if that's your thing and that's your marriage and it works for you guys, then kudos to you. I'm not judging. I'm just saying for me, I didn't want to be that guy where I made all the decisions and my decision, my final decision was it and it was done. I wanted to make sure that you had an opportunity to say your piece and to give me your opinion as well. And then we work these things out together. But obviously, um, looking back then and looking at me now, I still think that was the right decision, but I think I did it to a fault though. Mm. Well, like after you say that, like, Honestly, I feel like truly the only goal I really had was to go on vacations because <laughs> when I when I think about it, I don't really think I had any other desire to do anything else. I so I had this thing mm-hmm. when we first got married that I was just going to be a good wife. And not like in a goal way. It was just kind of like a matter of fact way. Like, no, I'm a good wife. Like, I'm already a good wife and I'm just going to be a good wife. Um, Like, I had no goals for myself in that way because I just thought I was good the way that I I was already. You don't think that, though. Yes. And (laughs) I was completely wrong. Um, And time told me that. (laughs) Um, A lot of disagreements let me know that. But um, yeah, so I didn't really have any any other goals. Oh, man. I, 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 I... We had been through a lot. And we... Because, you know, we dated for a while, too. And I just wanted to make sure I made you happy. Mm -hmm. So that was a big goal of mine, too. I remember I used to say that a lot, too. As long as you're happy, I'm okay. Which was true, but again, to a fault, you know, as well. Because my contentment and my happiness could not be wrapped up in your happiness. That's right. too much pressure on you. Yes. So, again, I recognize. So, again, we're talking about maturity here and what goals used to be. So, my goals used to be, okay, make sure she's happy. Make sure she's smiling. You know, make sure she has the best purses and the best name brand, whatever it is that she wants. And, you know, let's let's just be happy and we do nice dates type stuff. And I wanted to listen. I wanted to be one of those guys where you could brag to your friends that, oh, my husband gets it right all the time. I know I don't, but I wanted to be that guy. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, like I said, I don't think I had anything else other than to like. I guess if we're going there, then like the only other thing that I had in Mm. mind was thinking like, okay, well, I want to make sure we have sex because people say when you get married, you don't have a lot of sex or your your sex life drops. And I wanted to make sure that wasn't me. Um, We were young and I was just like, I didn't want to, to that to be portrayed. So that was something that I was going for. But yeah, that was that. But and but, I appreciate that. <laughs> but like now, what are what are our goals now? Now this is what I'm ready to get to. This, <laughs> this is 
because it shows the growth. So we've been married 13 years, Woo! getting ready to go to 14 Woo! in October. Yes. And I've been excited about all of it. I loved all of it. Yes. And I think my goals have changed. And you know one of the turning points in my life in our marriage uh, was that men's conference that I went to a long time ago. And I tell everybody this who, who I ever talk to about marriage goals and about the role of a husband that I did not know. So background on me, uh, my mom and my dad divorced when I was eight years old. So for as long as I can remember, you know, it was just my mom doing the things that she did. So um, to try to make a long story short, I saw my mom do everything. I saw her provide and be a provider and do all the things that she had to do to take care of me and my sister. So when I got married, my initial expectation of my wife was that she'd hold her own and that she'd bring a lot to the table and she'd work and she'd do this. And, you know, we'd not necessarily make equal money, but, you know, our money would be put together and we'd be doing everything together. And she'd definitely contribute uh, financially. And then I went to this um, this Christian men's conference, if you will. And they talked about the role of men and then the role of a husband. And I'm newly married at this time. And I still remember the guy got up there on the stage and he talked about how God called the man to be the provider and how God called um, you know, men to do this role and that role, and that is not always on the woman. And if something is wrong in your marriage, even though it may seem like it's the spouse's or the wife's fault, I, I still share some blame in that. You know, and the this main point, and again, this is like go for everybody, but this main point was if my wife came to me and does not want to work and wants to be a homemaker and wants to stay at home with the kids, she should not be made to have to work. Now, that does not mean I'm not telling all of the wives here to quit their jobs and stuff like that. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that if if she, my wife, does not want to work, I should not make her work. I should be the one to do what's necessary. Now, again, this is what a relation that happened for me. So my goal then became, okay, I want to be that type of guy to where if my wife doesn't want to work, she doesn't have to work. And she can still very much so contribute to the marriage and contribute to the family, which she definitely does. Well, and let me interject very quickly and say, like, that also goes for like, and, and, and yes, like, I love how you put that. But also, even if like at a time, like, it's not feasible yes. for you to go down to one income at the moment, then maybe if that's your, maybe make that your goal. Correct. Because we were living in Texas at the time and we had to, I, I had expressed um, to Darren my desire to stay home. And and it wasn't even to homeschool yet because that desire hadn't been put on me. But I had the desire to stay home. Our work life was so, so bad. Like we had two kids. We were getting up at 430 in the morning to get them to daycare on time so we could get to work on time. And by the time we got off work and got the kids home, it was between 7 and 730. The kids only had time to eat, maybe take a bath, depending on the day, and put them in the bed. And that was our life until the weekend. It yeah. was terrible. 
Pretty bad. Um, and then um, one job I worked on Saturdays. Right. So and so it came to a point where I had decided, like, I want to stay home. I want to have. I want. I want to provide for my family in a different way. We could not go down to one income at that moment. No. So we set a goal to pay off debt. To pay off any lingering debt that we had, to save money for certain things that we needed, and to work to where we would be able to go down to one household, we set a one-year goal. Right. And that is what we that is what we did. And yes. actually, I'd say that the goal came quicker because yeah, we ended yeah. up moving to Minnesota. Right. Um, and it and it ended up working very well for our Absolutely. family. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So that was one of the goals that I had. So again, that that's. That was one of the goals that I had, just to to be, uh, to have that role and to and the and the honor that comes with having that role. It's not that I can hold anything over a head. She'll tell you first and foremost. I I'll, again sometimes to a fault will get her uh, opinion on how we should spend money financially. What should we do? What should we not do? So she definitely has a role, but I want to make sure that she knows that I love her enough to do this and to do what I believe God called me to do. Again, what God called me to do may be different from what God calls some of you guys to do out there. So again, I'm just telling you what our goals are. Right, because that was one of our goals for me Mm -hmm. to stay home and now for me to continue to be able to educate our children at home because that's one of our goals now. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd say another one of our goals is to be intentional with our time together as a family and as a married couple. I think we just really uh, came to the idea that, oh, we we really need to make sure we are spending time together. It, our days have gotten so busy lately mm-hmm. that we have to be intentional and make sure we're spending that quality time together. Otherwise, um, we drift away, drift apart. Yes. And that's has become glaringly important and not in a bad way. It just shows you things you need to make sure that you're paying attention to. So goals can change. You can add more goals and goals can go away, you know, for you. But in our aspect right now, we want to make sure that we're very intentional together, that we spend time together, that it's meaningful time together, that it's quality time together, because it builds our relationship. It builds what we do. And because we're so passionate about marriages, um, that, you know, we can do what we're doing now with you guys and hopefully inspire other people. Uh, for myself, I still have some of that in me because, again, I just said my mom and my dad divorced when I was eight. So one of my goals was also to make sure that that didn't happen to me and my wife. Mm, I want to make sure that we yeah. made it together, Yeah, that we were in this thing for the long haul. And then whatever happened, we would be able to work through things as well and we've been able to do that as well and god has been good but that was definitely one of my goals yeah you know i would agree because that's the whole reason one of the reasons we created head and heart 13 13 it's it came from uh us living a life in in the households with our parents um separated yeah and what that what that uh experience uh, brought about in us and what we've had to struggle with and what we've had to come to terms with and what we've had to ex- accept that that all and um, so yeah i say that that's a very big goal i'd say one of my personal goals is um to continue to do what what god has created me to do 
personally, like individually. That's what I mean. Because, you know, like I have something that, you know, God has given me, like he's given me dreams about doing things that honestly really aren't like for Darren. Right. Okay. Like they like like writing is a dream of mine. That's not for Darren. That's for Pamela. And um, sure, he can benefit from it. Sure, he can participate in it. But my personal goal is to continue to do what it is that I was doing before we got married. That's good. In a healthy way. Okay. Um, so because when I am able to still fulfill uh, the personal call, the individual call, uh, or you know what it is that God has given me, I am, I am able to fulfill uh, my role. A healthy, uh, a healthier role as a wife, as a friend, and as a partner. When I'm able to do those things as well. Absolutely, that's so important that you say that. I'm so happy that you did say that because if if you're in a marriage and it stops you from doing what you dreamed about doing before you got married, that's a problem and an issue. Um, by no stretch uh, should you marrying anybody stop you from doing what God called you to do and what you dream for yourself as well. Like can dreams change things in nature? Sure it can. And that's fine if you agree to that. But if you have a desire in your heart to achieve something and to do something, um, your spouse then should become your biggest cheerleader for you going forward and doing that thing instead of stopping you from doing it or being um, the cause of you stopping and not doing it. Amen. Yes. Um, one last thing, unless you have something else, uh, I think one of our family goals is to create many meaningful memories and traditions. Yes. Like for me, and that comes from like yeah. our, we talked about it with our Christmas episode. We love Christmas. Yes. And so we create different traditions for our family. And that, that's been a big thing for, I wanted to create our own Coleman crew traditions in our family. That was something that was so important. You know, that was one that came along when the kids came along because yeah. the kids, they see everybody doing this for the holidays or they see everybody doing that for the holidays. And you just, it just kind of organically, you know, develops. Yeah. Um, so I, I know one family uh, and I saw this. They have like a crumbly Christmas or something like that. Well, it developed because this mom was trying to make something from scratch. Shout out to that mom, because let me tell you, it's not easy. <laughs> she was trying to make like gingerbread cookies or something from scratch and they came out all crumbly. But the kids love them. They decorated. They ate them anyway. So this started a tradition, a crumbly Christmas cookie tradition. So every year she bakes these crumbly cookies. And that's just like the tradition that the family has now. Yes. And so for us, we have ours that are organic. Like uh, like I told you, we stay in our PJs all day. We have a huge Christmas breakfast. We don't do a traditional Christmas dinner. There are just things that I wanted our family. Um, I think Darren wanted our family yes. to just make sure that we had and we had these memories so we can pass them on to the kids. And like, honestly, goals is being able to like our goals for me, being able to uh, leave a wonderful legacy. Yes. Um, for our kids and our future grandkids and great-grandchildren and for the years to come just so they can say, you know, mom and pops or, you know, whatever name they're going to give us when we get old. 
<laughs> yes, yes, yes. I love that you said that. I mean, financial and money stuff is good, and being able to give those financial gifts and those inheritance to our children and our children's children, like the Bible says, is important to me. Yes. And definitely is a goal of mine. Absolutely. However, the 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 true treasures of this world are the relationships that we have with our friends and our family and the memories that we make while we're here. So those meaningful memories and traditions that we want to make with our children really are going to stand the test of time as well. Because if you can inherit a whole lot of money and you could spend some of that money on something, but later on you may forget what you spent the money on. But you will always remember the Christmases you had in your family, all the game nights that you had um, where your your kids were trying to beat you, but they couldn't or they oh finally gosh. did beat you or whatever <laughs> it is or whatever is fun for you. Yes. You know, you can do those. The, the game nights, the you know, all those memories that you make is what's really going to stand the test of time. The memories of lost loved ones are the ones that continue to give us hope on the things that make us smile when we get sad about them not being around. So make memories together. And that's just, that's, that's it, man. That's the true treasures of this world. Absolutely. Like, you know, last thing, I know I said last thing, I'm totally (laughs) a liar. So like last thing for real, when I talked to you guys earlier about like how I just wanted to take all these expensive trips and everything, I still want a vacation, but the maturity aspect that comes behind that is now it's for the purpose of being together with my family. It is for the purpose of relaxing and regenerating, um, is that the word that I want to use? Reju- Rejuvenation. Rejuvenating. <laughs> Renewing our minds and That's our hearts one. and our energy. Um, especially now that we're going into full-time ministry, we are into full-time ministry. It yeah, is boy. very important for us to take that time together uh, as husband and wife, but also take that time together with our families to let our children know, hey, guess what? You still are number one. It's not, and the church don't come before you. And Absolutely. so we want to make sure that our kids understand that. We want to create uh, grateful children, not resentful. Um, as you've heard about some children that grow up in the ministry, we don't want to create that type of uh, life for them. And also, it's just like about the memories. Absolutely. It's not the important. It's not so big to be in like a, it's not so important to be in like the biggest state or the fanciest state. My children are still enamored by woods, yeah. by trees, by waterfalls. And so honestly, just taking our kids to certain areas so they can see things and just spending that time to exploring with their family and nature. Honestly, those are meaningful trips. Um, And so like I tell uh, other people this and I'm telling you, um, Elijah, my son and I have this goal. Because you can have goals with your children, too. Let's just not forget about that. So Elijah and I have a goal of uh, seeing as many waterfalls in the United States as we possibly can. So send us a list. Send us a list if you have one. But we already have one that's in Georgia that I want to see. Okay. So, um, So I think that's it. Yeah, so I just challenge you guys. Come up with your own marriage goals. Stick to them. And make time for them because remember, you make time for the things that are important to you. Exactly. So please, please go for sit down, come up with your goals. Make sure they're uniquely for you. They work for you and you both agree to these things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if you don't have anything else, you want to pray us out. Oh, wait. 
Before we pray out, I just want to let you in on something. This is actually part one to marriage goals. We actually have a second part, and that one is going to be awesome um, because we're actually going through and um, just going through like some ideas of what some marriage goals you can set for your family, biblically speaking, according to the Bible. Nice. Yes. All right. So now... Do you want to pray us out? Uh, yes, we will pray out. Dear Heavenly Father, I just ask you right now, Lord, to bless all the ears that have heard what's going to be, that was just said right now, Lord God. I pray that they are challenged and encouraged to go forth and create their own marriage goals. And I just pray, Lord, that you would just bring ideas to them, different goals to them, things that you want them to achieve, Lord God. And I pray, Lord, they go forth in a mighty way right now, achieving their own relationship goals. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We will talk to you guys next time. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.